she was bitching about last night. So you escape into the bathroom just to sit there on your throne. But after you finish your business, the toilet paper's gone. Well, it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. It's a bad day. So you better get off my back. You might get cold cocked if you cross my path. Cause it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. Well, I was running late for work, so I poured me some coffee to go. And just before I had a flat tire, I spilled it all over my clothes. When the highway patrolman pulled up, I thought that help was on the way. But when he saw the tire tool in my hand, he shot me with pepper spray. <laughs> Alright, so there was a nice uh, minute on the podcast of that fine little song. Um, <clears throat> lot going on, uh, today as, uh, wow, just a lot. So this will be, uh, part one of two, uh, things that I do today. Uh, not that it matters. Um, the electoral college voted sort of, um, and presumptively at this point, uh, the Electoral College is leaning Joe Biden. Uh, we still have January 6th when they count the electoral votes in a joint session of Congress, which is overseen by Mike Pence. Um, now... Backing up a day or two ago, the media, the mainstream media, has decided that Hunter Biden's laptop and shady business dealings are now news. Now... This, this is all interesting. Um, why they decided this now, I don't know. Maybe they know that... Uh, maybe they think that Trump is on the way out, so they're not going to have him to boost their ratings, and they have to now find things uh, with Joe Biden. Maybe... This is going to be a part of uh, Nancy Pelosi's case to invoke the 25th Amendment. Uh, I'm not real sure. Uh, remember, you know, the 25th Amendment allows Congress to unseat the president, basically, should they find he's not fit. Um, but this thing called, this website called electionwiz.com or electionwizard, 
uh, has an article up called Leaked CCP Database, Chinese Communist Party Database, translated to English. Let's read what this is about. Earlier today, uh, this is from December 13th. Earlier today, news of a leaked CCP database sent shockwaves around the world as we learned the names of 1.9 million Chinese Communist parties, Party members. The report showed massive communist infiltration in Western firms and governments, including the United States. Uh, this comes on the heels of... Uh, a Democrat representative from uh, California being caught up in a scandal where he was having information with uh, withdrawn from him. He was he was being schmoozed, sleeping with a. Chinese spy, a Chinese lady of the night, maybe. Uh, and he, in some pillow talk, he was, you know, giving up some goods about the United States. Um, assumedly, to, you know, impress this, this woman. But basically, he was seduced into, you know, talking about... Uh, the goings-on behind the scenes in the United States. And, you know, instead of falling on a sword and saying, hey, look, I, I did something stupid, now he goes after the media uh, and Trump and Republicans for, and saying, you know, oh, man, they picked a great time for this, blah, blah, blah. But let's see what information was in this database, according to electionwiz.com. The database lists names and information in Mandarin, which is the Chinese language, but has since been translated to English. We now have names in English. Warning, this is a massive file and is difficult to work with your operating system to, to support it. So I'll link this in the description and uh, you can download it yourself because I don't trust election whiz but this is uh, pretty impressive that we're seeing where China has broken through the ranks in uh, good old fashioned spy style uh, and we know that Joe Biden is compromised by the Chinese government he and Hunter had uh, many business dealings there. Hunter was a shill company for his dad. And so Hunter would get you know money from these firms, Burisma, uh, from the wife of the mayor of Moscow, Chinese companies. He, f he even flew on Air Force Two with his dad, Vice President Biden at the time, to China to work business deals with Chinese companies. And then on his laptop, it says, and we're going to kick 10% back to the big guy.
uh, over on what is this uh, cms.zerohedge.com there's uh, this idea that China's global power tops the United States question mark new measures say no well if that's true it's because of Trump but uh, GDP and military spending matter, but so do networks of allies and resilience. Ever since the U.S. reached the pinnacle of global power after World War II, Americans have worried it would run, wouldn't run, it wouldn't remain there. Pardon me. Waves of declinism rolled across the country after Sputnik. In the 50s, the Vietnam War, the oil shock of the 70s, the rise of Japan in the 80s, the Iraq War, and the global finance crisis of the 2000s. Now amid global pandemic and the onset of a long struggle with China, the question of American decline has taken a new urgency. So the question they're asking here is, are we falling behind China? Now, going back to when Bill Clinton was president, uh, China was given a lot of sweetheart trade deals, most favored nation status, things of that nature. Uh, I remember at one time there was a big upheaval that uh, American flags were being made in China. And that caused uh, the Republican Congress at the time to pass a, a bill. And of course, Clinton had to sign it into law that uh, American flags have to be made in America. So, I got a munch on some candy corn. Look at this article here. Trouble with these debates is that power is as elusive as it is essential. It can be devilishly hard to measure outside of major war. In war, it is easy. Who won? Recently, though, several innovative studies. Okay, chewing a mouthful of candy corn was not a good idea. Okay. Pardon me. Alright. Now I can talk. Several innovative studies have sharpened our understanding of what power is and how to measure it. Studies are mostly but not entirely reassuring for a status-obsessed superpower, meaning the United States. 
Traditionally, measures of power focused on attributes such as population, energy consumption, production of steel, or other indicators of industrial strength. In, in, in the information age, it in, entices or these ind, indices, indices, whatever, tell us relatively little about whether a country can get its way in world affairs. It's still common, though, to assess power through blunt measures like gross domestic product or military spending. Analysts argue that Beijing is overtaking the United States, habitually noting China's GDP may soon surpass America's. Well, it will if Joe Biden gets sworn in on January 20th. But GDP is a snapshot of activity rather than a measure of overall wealth. Some countries that spend massively on military power, such as Saudi Arabia, are quite useless in projecting it. Uh, on the other hand, you have the United States where we spend more than like the next 20 countries combined and we project our power really well. Although sometimes uh, too often. So how can we determine the balance of advantage in long in a long rivalry? The groundbreaking academic work is giving us better answers. The first category focuses on refining our grasp of economic and military might. Michael Beckley of the American Enterprise Institute, where I am a fellow, <clears throat> has developed a model that measures net power rather than gross power by accounting for things such as security cost, the price a government pays to police and protect its citizens, and production cost, how much it costs in material and environmental degradation to build that coal power plant. I think that's just an example. He finds, not surprisingly, that the United States fares far better than China an authoritarian state with vast internal security cost and prodigiously wasteful approach to stimulating growth. A prod prodigiously wasteful approach to stimulating growth. Similarly, it is critical that America per capita GDP dwarfs China. Because that means the U.S. has more wealth left over after it feeds its population to pursue global influence. So the United States has more money left over after you know we feed our people, companies pay their payrolls, you know, those things. Now, with Biden being owned by China... Uh, through his son Hunter's dealings, this could change. Uh, we could go back to the sweetheart trade deals that made American jobs, including our precious medications, leave the United States and go to China.
we learned in this pandemic that, uh, you know, when Trump started railing on China a few months into the pandemic after he found out they lied to him, that China threatened to withhold medication, antibiotics, uh, the much controversial hydroxychloroquine, all of these things. So Trump took measures to see to it that American medications were made in America again, uh, which is obviously an intelligent thing to do in case we're ever in a war with China or in another global pandemic caused by China. Um, the second category better captures the reality of network power. In a landmark paper published in 2019, Abraham Newman of Georgetown University and Henry Farrell, my colleague, the person that's writing this article, not me, at John Hopkins School of Advanced International Studies, argue that certainly the dollar to the international financial networks, which persist despite decades of hand-wringing about its decline, gives the United States outsized coercive leverage Scholars also affirm something that policymakers have long understood. America punches out far above its own weight in global affairs. Because of the network of military, economic, and diplomatic partners, it leads. China has nothing equivalent. So what they're saying is China does not have at this point a lot of allies. There are a lot of countries out there, even though people will say everybody in the world hates America. We have more allies uh, in trade, in military, in all these uh, things than China does. China maybe has Russia, maybe North Korea, but what good is North Korea? I mean, you know, let's face it, North Korea, the the people there are probably, you know, decent people. But the government controls so much uh, and hoards so much of the wealth that North Korea is really not uh, a formidable ally versus, you know, like the United States, uh, Japan, South Korea, uh, maybe uh, who else in that region would join in a fight? Australia would be an ally. So if we ever went to a fight with China, yeah, technology, the mass amount of bodies China can throw into its military would all help them, but we would have allies that they wouldn't. They would have you know, one or two allies. I don't think Russia would back China directly in a war with the United States. Um, the Russian military is just not what it used to be in the Cold War. And really it wasn't that great in the Cold War. They just propagandized us to thinking it was. So really 
the, the thing you have to watch for is, yes, China's a superpower now. They're big on the world economic scene, but the United States is bigger for the factors that this article just said. It's important to stay that way, and once you've gotten to the top to be, remain the world hegemon or the world leader, because everybody, I don't care what, you know, the liberal, peace-loving, hippies, pot-smoking idiots tell you, just because the United States says, oh, you know, they think if the United States laid down its weapons, laid down its nuclear arsenal and said, we're just going to, you know, be socialist and communist and, you know, all this lovey-dovey crap that people like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez preach that the rest of the world will follow. No, somebody else will want to rise up and be that dominant nation on the face of the earth. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, I dislike China. I dislike the communist government there. Chinese people in general are good people. The people of Hong Kong desperately want their independence, and Trump did a lot to support that. Uh, will Biden continue that? No, because there's a, a YouTube video with a. It's like it looks like a TED talk, but it's in uh, a Chinese man speaking Mandarin. But it's translated, and he basically says we have the United States in our pocket uh, through, you know, our ties to diplomats, the spies, the you know ties with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. So it could get real, real interesting, real, real quick here with U.S.-Chinese relations. Uh, you know, and I, obviously I want good relations with all nations of the world. I'm not a warmonger, but uh, people in Joe Biden's cabinet certainly are. Uh, I'm going to get through this. Uh, I just thought these two articles were interesting. And I wanted to read and give some opinion on them. But uh, what's coming up is much better. So thank you guys for watching, listening. Uh, this was Panic Attack with Big John on the Anchor.fm and the Anchor app and on Rumble.com and uh, the Rumble app. This is Americana the American Way. And on Parlor, you can follow me at The Real Big John. For me to whoop somebody's ass It's a bad day So you better get off my back You might get cold cocked If you cross my path Cause it's a great day I'm just saying it, they gonna do For me to whoop somebody's ass